0: Hey there everybody, welcome to the Sports Sports Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. And joining us as always is the sports outsider, Phil Ranta. Jordan's gone. Jordan is not here. Yeah. He's he's probably alive. Yeah, here's the thing, he's out of town, and I was like, Hey Jordan, why don't we record on Wednesday night before you gotta leave so right. that we can get an episode in? And he was like, Fuck you guys, I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, he's like, I don't care about our fans, I don't yeah. care about our listeners, I don't care about our podcast. It yeah. was was pretty lame on his part. It was pretty weak. Yeah. Because, frankly, you and I, we love the fans and the oh, listeners. Yeah. We love appreciate Love the fans it. and the listeners. Yeah. I Jordan was ready is like, oh. to go on Wednesday night, and he totally bailed on us. Yeah, so, so. make sure to tweet at him and be like, hey, fuck yeah. you for saying that the listeners are shits, and yeah. Yeah. Just make sure you do it to his personal. Yeah, not to at Sports Number 3 podcast. And that'd please. be, yeah, it'd be at Fuck the S3 fans. Right. Yeah. That is his handle. <laughs> that which I thought handle. was pretty aggressive. Like really, again, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit much. But uh, so it's, it's we're going on without Jordan. Yeah. And that's because we have our Super Bowl episode spectacular. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a super show. Super Duper show, Phil. Yeah. Well, don't we have to call it the Big Game Spectacular? Because if yeah. you use the word the Super Bowl, you get sued. Big Game Specto. Oh, I already used it, Phil. Yeah, but you used it in like an editorial sense, like, "Oh, this is a Sorry. Super bowl spe- you know, it's I, news." I, I said it was a superb owl. Oh, that is a superb owl. Yeah, like it catches a lot of mice. Good out. If you yeah. thought I said that earlier in reference to the big game, boy, yeah. are you wrong. <laughs> you should see the size of this out pellets. Whoa. Oh. Uh, yeah, indeed. But so uh, the big the headline story here uh, is that at, at some point he's going to stop by because he's doing a lot of media requests. But we have Mr. Super Bowl himself. That's not technically his nickname, but I think it should be. Yep. Larry Culpepper. N- no. Okay. No. So we have um, Jean really went on a limb for this. Okay. One, but yeah, he got his Bill Belichick. Okay, The Bill Belichick, uh, who's coached in, let's see, he's won five Super Bowls. He, I even know who he is. Two. That's yeah, how so big he is. Uh, might be the coach who's been to the most Super Bowls ever. Uh, he's going to give us a little insight to what the big game is like and what it's like to be in this matchup. So we are going to pick his brain for, could be a while. Like this could yeah. wind up being a real super-sode with lots of, of excess content. Uh, but he is... Uh, Jeanette Sigma, uh, Bill Boczek has not arrived yet. but it's That's s- okay, though, because uh, there's another special announcement. So the ad sales team went nuts, and, you know, Super Bowl ads. Yeah. So many people buying Super Bowl ads. Some people couldn't fit in the Super Bowl, so a lot of them are going to run their Super Bowl ad on the Sports 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 yeah. podcast and instead. I, I, I do have to admit, when we explained to them that instead of getting airtime on television during the Super Bowl, they were just going to be on the Sports 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 podcast released before the Super Bowl, yeah. it was a bit of a step down. Well, that was the problem, yeah. is you saying just get to be <laughs> out. Like that, I feel like that diminishes well, it a little bit. I, I did want to be really clear about what they were getting for the sure. price, because I think the way that Jean, Jean said Super Bowl ads... It's pronounced Gene. Y- yeah, sure. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, it said Super Bowl ads in the billboard we placed. Right. Oh, are we going to get <laughs> sued for saying Super Bowl ads on the billboard? Sorry, it said Superb owl and there we go this the spaces might look a little odd those darned uh uh guys when they put the sign up might have screwed up yeah there you we go but that's not on us no that's not no. on us but but, but yeah. that's good that means that around this bill be all check interview we're gonna have uh some ads <laughs> yeah so exciting. yeah so there will be uh but yeah so that that will be fine because we are all right but uh but before we do that mm. uh we uh we got a update watch update great it's Gritty, it's Gritty, it's Gritty, your mascot. Brought to you by... Grits. I put some shrimp in them <laughs> and then you put a bit of pepper and you get yourself some Grits. Alright, welcome to It's Gritty. Philadelphia police investigate Flyers mascot Gritty for allegedly punching 13-year-old boy. Punching thirteen-year-old boy yeah. says yikes. Catholic Church punching. No, not one of ours. Ooh, yikes! That one hurt. As a Catholic, that one hurt. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know why they went to the the Catholic Church on that one. No, I don't. I ask for a comment at all from the Catholic. What is one? Oh. Yeah, don't, don't know. I mean, you, and you'd think they'd focus on nonviolence. If I anything. would think so. That, yeah. That's where they should stick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But a Philadelphia Flyers fan. Now, you remember Gritty, correct, Phil? Yeah, he's a big googly eyed mess. Yeah, he's a big googly eyed, orange haired. <laughs> and he's part of the hashtag something. resistance, yeah. right? Isn't he a liberal icon? Oh, he could be. Yeah. I think he I think is on the internet. Yeah. People love him because he's he's an odd, adorable mascot for the Philadelphia Flyers. They often put him in memes where he's like punching Trump yeah. and stuff. But here's yeah. the thing. I think Gritty wanted to prove the Philadelphia Flyers, you may not know this, Phil, mm. well known for being a particularly tough team. Tough as in fighty tough. Right. The rules that currently exist against leaving the bench to join a fight in the NHL exist because of the Philadelphia Flyers teams in the 70s. They're known as the Broad Street bullies. Oh. And Gritty clearly wanted to channel some of that for anyone who thought that just because he's orange and cuddly Mm -hmm. doesn't mean he's a hardcore flyer. Is cuddly the word you'd use? (laughs) Not anymore, Phil. (laughs) Not anymore. A Philadelphia Flyers fan has accused the team's well-known mascot, Gritty, or at least the person inside Gritty's costume. Wait oh, what? What? Next thing you're going to tell me, there's no Santa Claus. Uh, there is, because it's actually Santa Claus inside the Santa Claus outfit. That's a uh, miracle of Christmas. Uh, yeah, tricky. Uh, accused of punching his 13-year-old son at an event for season ticket holders in November. Wait, punching Gritty's son? No, 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 no. Oh, another person! The fan against, I got is confused. Is accusing gritty of punching? I thought his that this son. was like gritty yeah. went home drunk after. Never mind. Right, and I want to repeat that. Not in a game. Right. <laughs> not not at one where it's like, oh, you got a bunch of kids whose, you know, parents are like, oh, what are we gonna do with them tonight? I don't know. Event for season ticket holders. Yikes. Uh, the Philadelphia Inquirer reported on Wednesday that police and detectives are now investigating the incident. Could you imagine being the detective? Detective assigned to that beat. All right, like, I want you to, to look at Kurt. this photo array. <laughs> which one of these punched you? <laughs> well, there's one in a shark mascot. That's not it. <laughs> no, it wasn't it. There's one wearing a cowboy hat. That's not it. Oh, the big googly-eyed monster. The goofball? Yeah. No, no, the, not other, the other googly-eyed one. <laughs> monster. Uh, in which Flyers fan Chris Greenwell. Said the person in the gritty costume. And again, I think he's saying that, but he does not know. No, I think it's hearsay to say that it was a person. I bet in the you costume. take off the gritty costume; it's a littleer gritty. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> the only thing they did was give him a little more ball. Right. Exactly. He's very, it's very touchy about <laughs> his yeah, size. Exactly. Yeah, and he's he's gritty. He's got a chip in his shoulder. Oh sure. Yeah. 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 Probably uh, very lonely growing up looking. like Yeah. That. Flyers fan Chris Greenwell said the person in the gritty costume quote took a running start. And punched my son as hard as he could. <laughs> a running start. A this running is a Bugs start. Bunny cartoon. He's gritty, Phil. Sure, He's gritty. goddammit. it! That's a very gritty thing to do. I don't let anybody push him around. <laughs> running uh, after start. his son Brandon patted Gritty's head during their photo opportunity with the mascot. That doesn't feel like the whole story. He's gritty, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> don't pat my fucking head, Gritty. Man, that's so hardcore running st- I'm trying to imagine a running start like run, 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 fist out, and then leaps and then it's a well, I'm also, and here's the thing. you would if 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 the punch occurred immediately after the head padding, yeah. right, We're gonna say, okay, let's say, Gritty side of the story is that he was struck in the head instead of being pat in the head. Right. There's no running start. If he's patted you, he's right next to you. Yeah. There's a separation of time. Yeah. Something between happened Between the patting slash hitting. Yeah. And the apparently clearly punching. I imagine later. he took a comically long run up. Right. Like he backed way up. <laughs> right. Like, and like then His widely, little yeah. arms and legs he spun like and, the then yeah, thing, exactly. and then he took off. Yeah. Spinny thing. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, according to Greenwell, a chiropractor noted one week after the incident that Brandon suffered mild pain and Diaz diagnosed him with a back bruise or a, quote, contusion to the lower thoracic spine with subluxation, Come according on. to the doc- documents the Enquirer obtained from Greenwell. I don't buy it. If they yeah. did that, then everyone in the room would have been shocked when it happened. and The cops would have taken him away immediately. Here's, here's the first sign it's bullshit chiropractor right they're not real doctors yeah they're the <laughs> ones that like uh go hey give us extra money and we'll uh we'll crack your back yeah this, this really sounds like a dr nick situation here yeah hi everybody <laughs> exactly Kitty punched you in contusion <laughs> this kid this kid dies like two days from now we're gonna be like oh no then i will take this episode down no one will hear <laughs> oh, it again immediately yeah, yeah okay That good news if you're one of the few people who's hearing this before the tragic death right. of, of this Flyers, but fight. again, if the if the would have been that bad, and it was a 13 year old kid in an event for season yeah. ticket holders, everyone would have gone. Oh, and like, yeah, I just can't. I Unless it was like a secret, like behind the back punch, and nobody noticed. Yeah. And then he's like, also, "Don't tell anybody." Let's, let's 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 put a couple of facts into play here. Okay. Fact number one. Mascot costume hands, large and very padded. Yeah, Yeah. very padded. Okay, it'd be Uh, a hell of a punch. Fact number two: Have you met a thirteen-year-old boy? I remember being. If I met myself at age thirteen, I'm pretty sure I'd punch me. Yeah, insufferable, right? Yeah, I was pretty insufferable at that age. I was like, "Ooh, Kurt Cobain," (laughs) right? And also, and and let's just be a little bit honest here. I think at a certain point, you have to. Step into the world where it's like, okay, I'm an adult, and sometimes I go out in public, and I get hurt a little bit. Yep. And getting punched by a mascot and knocked over. Well, bad form to sure. do to a season ticket holder. Yes. Fire someone, sure. But, like, to sue, I. A part of me is just sort of like, come on, kid. Yeah. You have you have mild pain and a back bruise? Like, yeah. You're 13. You're going to spring right back from this. Right, yeah. You're going to be fine in like six hours. I think I just don't like our litigious culture. Yeah. And it makes me frustrated whenever I hear anything that like, stop suing everybody for every little thing. No, I'm, I'm frequently okay with, because uh, I also think sometimes the whole li- quote-unquote litigious culture thing is like corporations trying right. to smear people pursuing very legitimate grievances. That's fair. But I'm going to say specifically here, I think they're really upselling like thirteen year old boy like, Oh, can you believe? And a part of me is just sort of like, Yeah, I think you gotta remember what thirteen is. Yeah, he was probably like gritty, more like shitty, and he's like, Why on a running start? Huh, like if you're an adult with an actual fist punching a thirteen year old child, then I'm like, Yeah. Needs to go to jail, but you know or at the very (laughs) least, refund on your season ticket. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I get the signal from up no, Jean was just—he was just scratching his eyebrow. Uh, so oh. we are—we're still still waiting on Bill Belichick. Well, that's okay. We've we've got a lot of uh, big game ad inventory. Well, that's right. All right. Yeah. yeah. Let's throw it to a commercial. Introducing the new Ford F One Billion. One billion. It can tow anything. Anything. If you need to haul, you need a Ford F One Billion. Do you have a whole bunch of boulders? Throw it in the ford. Do you have a whole bunch of metal shavings from, I don't know, somewhere that you need to drag through a field that's inexplicably muddy? Throw it in the billion. Do you have mad cow disease on your farm and the cow corpses are piling up and you need to lug over 300 cow corpses at once? Throw it in your ford. You have 67 vintage bowling balls that you need to get to a bed and breast breakfast that's disgust. high in a quaint little mountain cabin? Throw it in the ford! Are you in the end of the movie What's Eating Gilbert Grape and mama just died but you don't want to burn down the house and you want to give her a respectful burial? Throw her in the ford! Are you getting chased? by a liquid metal terminator that's trying to kill you to prevent you from leading a revolution in the future and you actually want enough torque to clear your way from the semi he's driving? Throw yourself in a Ford! Do you wanna climb Mount Everest, but you're afraid of airplanes, (laughs) so you wanna bring the mountain to you? Throw in the Ford. Are you heading up to your ski vacation in Colorado, but you're thinking to yourself, I want to bring three tons of bulk iron with me. Throw in the Ford. Did you start your own Jurassic Park? But when you messed up the DNA on the T-Rex, it became this five-headed abomination that couldn't possibly live in this world. They were all competing for food. It was going to starve to death. So you had to sadly take it out back at Jurassic Park, shoot it in the head, and now you want to take it out to the ocean and give it a proper send-off. Sadly, throw it in the ford. Do you own a farm and you just sort of forgot about the 50 head of cattle? And you come back across them after three years and realize they've gone completely feral. And that means, among other things, they're A, eating squirrels, which is deeply concerning. And B, there's manure all over the goddamn place. What do you do with that manure? Throw it in somebody else's Ford. So that's the Ford F1 billion. If you haven't One been billion. convinced yet, throw it in the Ford. Hey, Super Bowl Champion 49ers fans, or hello there, Super Bowl Champion Chiefs fans. Sign up now for a one-year subscription to SI, and you'll get a Super Bowl Champions hooded sweatshirt as a free gift just for signing up. Hey, isn't this commercial usually run immediately following the conclusion of the game? Isn't the free gift usually specifically targeting the fans of the winning team? What a smart middle-to-high-income fan you are! We would love to have you in our circulation, which is why you're eligible to receive a two-year subscription to Sports Illustrated, including our annual swimsuit edition, for the low price of some airline miles. How many? What, what airline? Not important. If you have a small amount of miles from an airline you don't often fly, there's a website you can go to and become a Sports Illustrated subscriber for free. I, I don't know. What would I do with a magazine subscription? Well, does a dentist you know need a gift? The day after the Super Bowl is National Dentist Appreciation Day. Not a real holiday. Why not celebrate your favorite dentist by giving him a second subscription for his waiting room? That way, you and the grumpy guy getting a three-tooth bridge aren't fighting over the most recent two-month-old issue. Yeah, I, I usually just read ESPN on my phone. But remember the tactile feel of a magazine? Remember how your dad read Sports Illustrated every week before he died? Well... We miss him, too, and we're going to forward you his issues. What? What are you... That's right. If your dad's dead, we'll send you his subscription with his name still on the address label like a little memorial. I don't feel comfortable with that. It'll be our little secret. Like, he just moved in with you. No need to tell the advertisers. Your mom has auto pay set up anyways. What if... She's not around, not a problem, but you're getting this magazine. Don't want. Your dad played golf a lot, and that demo really helps us out. Plus the Super Bowl championship sweatshirt, and we can put any team on it, really. Subscribe to SI today! All right, and uh, once again, John is signaling me that, uh, no, no, he's. Man, Bill Belichick is busy. Yeah, he he was signaling us to to say that there was a fresh pot of coffee on. Yeah, that's it's pronounced not, Gene. Yeah, yeah and I, I and I prefer cold brew. So yeah. you know what? Why don't we let's go ahead and run news news news. All right, let's we roll recorded it. one earlier, yeah. yeah so it. news, news, news on the Smart Sports Smart, Sports Podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil, but no Jordan. News news news. Super Bowl means avocado hand is back with a vengeance. Avocado hand. Sub-headline, no, not the sexual position avocado hand. Cutting your hand while cutting an avocado. Oh, the yeah. sec- wait, the sexual position avocado hand? You've never done the avocado hand? I mean, of course. Because I mean, you haven't lived. No, of course. You know? I de- I'm very experienced because I'm a normal boy. I mean, if you have an avocado <sighs> handed, so you haven't done like the avocado no, hand? Of cor- no, of course. I mean, I have. Have you done an avocado foot? I've done it all, like, I've done everything, yeah. Wow. I've done everything. All right, I was just checking. I'm not a loser. Uh, Anyway, avocado lovers beware, Super Bowl Sunday could be the pits. It all depends on how you slice it. Ugh. That would be the Wall Street Journal. Ugh. Fire it away with a cup of solid puns at the beginning. No, I want to give props to whoever got those through the Wall Street editorial process. Right. I can just imagine these like conservative ass old people who are just like, we don't care for humor. <laughs> yeah, I, I, if you if you've read their their great newspaper, but their op eds are always really just sort of like, wow, you're just trying to be jerks, right? Aren't you? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, just ask Todd Siegel, who only wanted to serve up some guac at his friend's Super Bowl party in 2012. Instead, he was left with blood in his hands. Oh, was it his wife's? <coughs> they don't say. Oh, okay, because that would make for a great season of cereal. Yeah, so listeners at home, the reporting from the Wall Street Journal is unclear on whether or not this was Todd murder. Siegel murdered his wife. Which is a really weird intro to the <laughs> article if it turned out to be a murder story. Yeah. You know, they always like, they oops, say murdered by avocado right, hands. Writing for journalism. Who, what, where, right up top. Right. Immediately yeah. we're reading this article and we're confused about yeah. whether or not he murdered his wife. Well the Wall Street Journal is not a reputable publication. They have apparently. a picture of him here in the hospital and he's got like a bandage on his hand. Yikes. Did he cut himself while he was murdering his wife? Or maybe he's using that to obscure the evidence. Yeah. Oh, could be. Yeah. Maybe he's like, oh, maybe this whole story about an avocado. The doctor was in on it too? Oh my gosh. Wow. How deep does this go? Uh, Super Bowl pregame injury, Mr. Siegel posted to Facebook. And uh, along with a photo of himself grimacing from a hospital bed with gauze in his palm. After a grueling 57 minutes at the ER, they were able to save my hand. Unfortunately, my unfinished guac came in last in the appetizer competition. Ugh. Yeah, not a great Facebook post, Todd, and I'm not on Facebook, so, yeah. so there's that. Secondly, once again, Wall Street Journal has yet to clarify whether or not Todd Siegel murdered his wife. Right, yes. <laughs> I think that's a really important thing. I think they, you know, here, here's the problem with their reporting. They're assuming... Yeah. That Todd Siegel, that all of this was related to an injury with his guac. Maybe right. he didn't finish his guac because he stopped making it Maybe to go murder his wife. He might have murdered his mistress's husband. Oh. Clear in the path. That, See, that, that would definitely. make for a better season of cereal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that definitely would. Uh, Mr. Siegel's wound puts him in the ranks of thousands who have fallen gravely, or have fallen victim to a grisly side effect of America's avocado obsession, avocado hand. The name given for the stab wounds, lacerations, and extreme cases, tendon and nerve damage sustained when slicing or pitting an avocado. Once again, this is speculation by the Wall Street Journal. Right. Nothing in his Facebook post clarifies that he did not murder his wife. Right. Yes. Or his mistress's. Or husband. his mistress's yeah. husband. Or did he have kids? <sighs> that's does that's he a real still shame. have kids? And obviously, if it was a 13-year-old boy, it had it coming, you know. Oh, God. <laughs> so, oh, no. Murdering, yeah. Well, but, then why did they start the article by talking <laughs> about avocado hands and I puns? Know. This is, you know, I started this saying just so Wall Street sad. Journal is a fine paper, but I'm really, I'm starting to have my doubts here. Oh, sounds like this Todd guy yeah. might be an insect. And, and I, I keep reading here, and they just keep going with stuff about avocado. It's very strange. <laughs> leaving this grisly bloodbath Righty- to God. our own imagination. Just knives and gauze. Super Bowl Sunday, one of the biggest avocado consumption days in the U.S., has the potential to be particularly perilous. A little alliteration there. Yeah. going to hand that to him.
1: Uh, uh, ha- hand that to him. <laughs> oh.
0: The Haas Avocado Board, a California-based group, said 160 million pounds of avocados were consumed during the big game in 2019. Interesting that they they used this one guy's Facebook posted story from 2012. Yeah. Seven years ago. Why? Yeah. What What about Todd Siegel made him the anchor for this article? Oh, did he hang himself in prison? No. I, when he I got think, nailed. I think or? he was the Facebook friend of a Wall Street Journal reporter. Makes sense. Who didn't want to look up someone who more recently cut their hand, either with an avocado or while murdering their entire family. Well, you know, you got to fill space. Isn't yep. that what newspapers are all saying every morning to inspire the newsroom? Yep. Uh... That's when people try seven layer dip, Dr. Patel said. Uh take precautions uh when you make it. Yeah, why not just make it six layer dip and save your hand? Or make it five-layer dip and don't murder your family. Right. Hey man, let's go into that Radio Shack and get some of the best electronics. Radio Shack? I don't know. It sounds pretty passe. Well, I don't know. Oh my god, look, it's full of celebrities in here! Like Tom Hanks! Hey, I'm just here buying some transistors, coming to the shack. Oh my gosh, look, it's Queen Elizabeth II! Oh, hello, I'm sorting for my tea. Oh, oh my god, look, Hugh Jackman shop's here too! Oh, I'm woofabee, oh look, the shack. Oh my gosh, and is that Kate Middleton? Oh, look at this, is headphones. Oh my god, Sylvester Stallone is buying remote control cars! Oh, I And that's Meghan Markle over there with the stereos. Oh, look at this. Oh, noobs to 11. Oh my god, is that George Clooney buying a bunch of little tiny plugs with red tops on them? Hey, you might remember me from AER, and now I'm at Radio Shack. And oh my gosh, that's Prince Charles checking out the old CRT TVs that are on sale! Oh, I could watch quite a number of things shoes! What is Al Pacino doing buying batteries? Hooah, I'm here buying batteries! Ha, ha, batteries! And, oh my god, it's Princess Ty, risen from the grave and here at Radio Shack. Oh, hello, a Bit of a Goose! Oh my god, is that Dwayne the Rock Johnson, who's uh, throwing something away in the well-placed garbage bin in the corner? If you smell! Radio Shack, it smells good! And hey, it's uh, Fergie, not the the Black Eyed Peas one, but the redhead, who's also a royal of some sort. Ah, look at this! Oh, you can- cords and such! Wow, such an incredible amount of celebrity appearances in this Radio Shack. I know, I'm just jammed in there. Well, now, I'm definitely going to think this brand is more relevant. Me too. Radio Shack, we're relevant. Hey. Oh, all right, that has got to be it. John has just thrown his hands Pronounce in the Gene. air. Oh, yeah. Oh, also, it looks like he just he slipped on something. Oh. It was a lot of motion in the corner of my eye, I thought, but it, he's... So no Bill Belichick yet? Yeah, he still has not gotten up. He might be really hurt. Well, luckily, we've got a Wide World of Sports here. Yeah, all right, right, well, let's do that, and then we'll check in to see if, uh, if Bill Belichick's here or if Jean is still conscious. And now it's time for another Wide World of Weird Sports. Oh, it's wide World of Sports. Wide World of weird Sports. What do we got this week? This week's Wide World of Sports: the strangest fact or story from every Super Bowl. Ooh. Yeah. Are we gonna get through all of these? Uh, I mean. Yeah. Okay. All right. Right. I I will have one quip per Super Bowl. Okay, then we'll go fast. Super yeah. Bowl one, Max McGee's hangover leaves Chief, Chiefs feeling sick. Uh, okay. Players got drunk back then too, huh? Yeah. Go <laughs> figure. Uh, Super Bowl two. What's in a name? Uh, they were known as the AFL-NFL Championship instead of the Super Bowl. <laughs> Oh, well, uh, sounds better to me. Yeah, it was named Super Bowl after Sharon Hunt's Super Bowl toy. Pretty crazy. All right. Super Bowl three, an upset to end all upsets. I Uh, mean, it really was. To this day, I still think Joe Namath got drunk and then shot his mouth off and just got really lucky. Yeah, the Jets beat the Colts for that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, That was an ad on the slideshow. (laughs) Uh, Super Bowl four, full of hot air uh boy aren't they always there was a hot air balloon (laughs) that was supposed to rise above the stadium but it blew into the stands so it sounds like it wasn't full of hot air no it wasn't uh super bowl five even losers win uh it was uh the the guy that was named the mvp was uh on the losing team oh what was his name his name was chuck howley i don't know who that linebacker chuck howley right uh super bowl six nixon draws one up <laughs> did nixon call a play he called a play they had richard nixon made a suggestion to don shula about a route for paul warfield uh actually what I, I heard what he did is that he had people break into don shula's hotel room right and bug it but then also slip a play into the playbook that wasn't supposed to be i there. buy it uh yeah. dallas stifled the play by the way it was not a good play <laughs> it didn't yeah go not, figure yeah. politicians aren't good at things uh super bowl seven Garrow's legendary toss who's uh Gero? Uh who that is. Gero Yapremion. Wow. Uh premium picked up a blocked kick and tried to throw it, but the ball fell out of his hands. <laughs> and <Okay>. then somebody <laughs> ran in for the touchdown. Yeah. That's my quip. <laughs> <laughs> ha! Super Bowl eight from front to back. Oh. Uh, so uh goalposts were uh in the front of the end zone. Oh, they went went to the back of the. Yeah. Can you You imagine that? I'm starting to realize so dangerous. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. I'm starting to realize that there's no way we're going to get through all 50 of these at at this rate. So let me just keep flipping through until we find good ones here. (laughs) Uh, Super Bowl nine. There was an an apology for Mary Tyler Moore. Why did Mary Tyler Moore have to apologize? Because they used Super Bowl nine as part of the plot of the show. Oh, uh, and the Vikings won the game. Oh, and then they they gave away what was going to happen. Right, so exactly. It was like a huge spoiler. Yeah. Uh the v- Super Bowl 11, the Vikings were the first ones to get to four losses in the Super Bowl. Right? Yeah. People everyone talks about the Bills just cuz it was four losses in four years. Right. But the Vikings did it first. Yeah. Uh S. Uh, Super Bowl 13, SB as in Super Bowl? No, as in spelling B. Uh, okay, was that that the one where instead of football, they based it on which team spelled the best? No, the... Because uh, the, oh, otherwise, the, the San Diego Poindexters, I don't think ever would have had a title. <laughs> Hollywood Henderson insulted Terry Bradshaw by saying he couldn't spell cat. <laughs> which is pretty great. That guy's so dumb he couldn't spell cat. I like it. Uh, so let's see. That one's a bad one. Uh, Super Bowl uh, <laughs> eighteen, Allen's mistake stinks. Washington, ooh, they were stopped at fourth and down. The uh, Redskins needed a big defensive play. And, and Allen, Marcus Allen forced him away to an outside run on the left, and what he later later admitted was a gaff. Oh. They had a chance at showing him for a big loss, and instead see, he cut those back. Those are those are always fun. Marcus Allen, very excellent running back. Uh, Super Bowl twenty, the Super Bowl shuffle. Oh, that's right. Yep. Uh that was its own wide world of weird sports. And it was also multiple interviews with uh <laughs> t- with uh, yeah. uh, uh Dusty Art. Breitberg. Oh yeah, yeah, the the choreographer of the Super Bowl show. Right. Super Bowl uh, 23 Elvis Presto was the uh the uh musical guest at the Bebop Bamboozled in 3D halftime show. He's a little bit less popular than Elvis Pesto, right? Who sings Elvis songs but with Italian food for the lyrics, which is weird. Al, look out, right? <laughs> But this is what's great, is that used to be, not too long ago, what they did at the halftime. It was a 3D show where you had to put on 3D glasses. Yeah, people forget that it's the, the biggest pop act of the moment is a very recent development. Right. I still remember watching them do what was like the Universal Studios Indiana Jones show. Right. In in the Super Bowl halftime. That was in like the 90s. Let's talk Super Bowl 29. bad game, worse halftime show. Uh, so the... Uh, the Chargers were the biggest underdog in Super Bowl history and they played like it, trailing the 49ers 28 to 10 at halftime. But the halftime show, uh, it was conceived to promote Disneyland's Indiana Jones adventure attraction. There we go. <laughs> yep. Not a great <laughs> plan. <laughs> but what are you gonna do? The fact that I still remember it. Yeah. Here's it's one of those things where you're like, I suppose if I were actually like next to all of these stunts while they were happening, it'd be pretty cool. But given that I'm already watching, like, 275-pound men who can run a 4 crash into each other, I'm like, yeah, I guess it's not that big a deal that you fell off that platform. Oh, yeah. Let's not forget Super Bowl 38 wardrobe malfunction. That's, yeah, right? Need uh, I say more. You want more? a fun story? I slept through that. Oh, really? I honestly was catching, like, a cat nap at halftime, and I heard everyone go, whoa! I, I remember like, seeing it live. Possibly- and I opened my eyes just too late. To see Janet Jackson's boo. You know in real what's time. funny, too? I saw that, and I'm not a sports fan. And I saw that, and I also live saw the Malice at the Palace brawl. Oh, yeah. I actually was wa- I watched maybe one basketball game every three years, and I happened to be watching that one. Did and I was you, like, Whoa. Did you realize how big a deal that was I while did. it was happening? Well, it was just bad. Like, Is this basketball? No, it was bad. I oh, don't yeah. know how I caught it, but, you know, it was bad. Uh, let's talk about Super Bowl XLI. Uh, 41 Hester Oh, there. halftime show was this was a trivia question at work on Friday. Halftime show was Prince. Yes. Uh but also Devin Hester. Uh so he won the coin toss. get Hester uh got the opening kick back. He scored. Oh, I remember that. That's pretty great. That was like the only good thing that happened for the Bears in the entire game. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh let's talk uh Super Bowl XLIV Peyton's 54. gamble. Peyton's gamble outshines Peyton down 10-6 the halftime Peyton Manning and the favored Colts Sean Peyton's Saints needed a spark so he made the bull call for an onside kick at the start of a third quarter and the gamble paid off Ooh. that's pretty crazy Ooh. onside kick that early huh right it's pretty nuts um let's talk Super Bowl XLV no room at the billion dollar in <laughs> well that's odd. <laughs> they had to uh... For them to have such high prices and still no vacancy? Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, so the league was sued by many who tried to purchase tickets to the game. Uh, it's estimated the legal fees alone cost the NFL in excess of $20 million. <laughs> well, that's good. pretty crazy. those guys. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, so let's uh, finish it up with one that I think we all remember, Super Bowl XLVII, who turned out the lights. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the power went out. <laughs> I remember seeing that too and being like, Is this a stunt? Is this right. like Do your lights go out? Go daddy or you know No, I, I do remember like that just randomly happened, but I think there was also it was like an NBA playoff game where the Bulls used to have this cool thing they did when like the team would come out. Yeah. And they'd like turn the lights off and they'd do their whole thing. And one time they like did the whole light show and they're all like, yeah, let's go! Time for the game! And they couldn't turn the lights back on. Yeah. So then after their big like hype-up moment, there was like a 30-minute delay before they started playing. That makes it a little tough. Right? It's hard to keep the energy going while you're sitting there in the dark like, well, yeah, they checked the fuse box? <laughs> and that brings it on to another wide world of weird sports. It's the Super Bowl sure did have a lot of wacky moments, man. I do remember all the times. If you or a loved one attended Gronk Beach and it now burns when you pee, you may be entitled to financial compensation. I'm attorney Sam Goldstein from Miami's Goldstein and Associates. Many Americans were told they were getting the party of the century, but were not informed of the wide variety of open sores present at Gronk Beach. If you danced in the VIP section, danced at the main stage during Cascade Set, played in a Top Gun-style volleyball game, or came in contact with any of Gronk's Super Bowl rings, but specifically the one from Super Bowl 39. Call one 800 p burn Rob Gronkowski and various promoters cashed in for millions in the backs of so many open saws. You shouldn't have to suffer. You shouldn't have to wait for justice. It shouldn't burn when you pee. I've represented thousands of men and women and won over $120 million in settlements from Derek Jeter alone. If it feels like you're urinating broken glass, you need to soak those responsible. Call associates and our Goldstein and associates today, and together we'll make them pay. Class action not open to attendees who waive liability to purchase Grong Mean Great Package. Oh, it looks like we're getting the si- uh, oh. signal from Gene. Well, let, wait, let's make sure. He's got yep. that ice pack in his head. No, it is all right. All right, all right, Bill right. We got is Bill Belichick here. here. Yeah, okay. All right, Bill. Thank you so much. You can feel free to sit down on that microphone. Bill, are you uh, excited for the for the Super Bowl? <sighs> yeah. hey, how's it going? Yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Okay, okay that should be a good time. Right, okay, um, nope. see you later. Oh, wait, you're wa- walking away. Oh, well, well, that that was exciting. That was Bill Belichick. Yeah, that was. Okay, that's the end of the Super Bowl. Well, Spectacular. At least we sold out our ad inventory because of him. so yeah. thanks, Phil. Something tells me we're going to get a call from all of them, though. But we're rich. Yeah. We're rich. We don't care. We'll be in Tahiti by then. Yep. Hey, Phil. Joel. Can we make it to the Bahamas, actually? Because that, that'd be better. Should we give our contact information? <laughs> <laughs> Would that be a good thing, Joel? <laughs> I mean, we've done Are it. you trying to end the episode? We've done it before, literally every every show before this. All right. You can find us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. You can no, find us on Twitter. Twitter. Twitter.com Twitter. slash sports number three podcast. Uh, you can find all of our back episodes at anchor. anchor.fm anchor, f- anchor, anchor. slash anchor. F- anchor. sports <laughs> the number three podcast. Right. Or uh, Gmail, sports, sports, sports podcast, gmail.com. All right. Hey, Phil. Hey, Joel. I did. I forgot the contact information. Bye, Joel.